Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, and it's designed to get us into God's Word for about 12 or 13 minutes each day, and in that way, help us to stay strong in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. In fact, getting into God's Word each day, even for this short period of time, can help us to grow in our faith, and it certainly helps us to stay focused in a spiritual way on whatever life may hold for us that day or in general. And boy, we need a more positive attitude, don't we, in this nation of ours, in our society, in our culture. You know people in your life who need to turn their thinking around. They need to start focusing on their spiritual lives, upon their relationship with God, upon their souls, share these short studies with them. You can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe some other technological means. But you may help somebody turn their life around and actually get on the right road that will lead them to eternal life with God in heaven. Maybe even somebody within your own family. So share with your family members, your friends, work associates, neighbors, literally anybody and everybody. You can be a blessing to them in this way. And as you bless them, that will be a blessing for you. So make up your mind and share. We're going to get back into our line of study and thought, asking the question, why do you linger? Why do people linger? Maybe you yourself are lingering over something that you need to do, that you need to get done. You know you need to do it. It's the right thing. Maybe it's even you need to get closer to God. Maybe you need to give your life to your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Maybe you need to change the whole direction of your life from a a spiritual perspective. Why are you lingering over that? Well, you see, all of us have to deal with this tendency, don't we? This temptation to linger over something that we know we need to do. Think about the high school student who is, or maybe a college student, who is given an assignment at the beginning of a quarter or a semester. And the instructor says, now, I want you to write a paper on such and such. I want it to be deeply researched. I want it to be, oh, at least 20 pages in length. And I want it ready. I want it outlined. Rather, I want it footnoted. I want references there. And I want you to have it ready in, and it's two months off. So whatever the date is, it's gonna, you've got two months to do it. Well, you say, okay, all right, I can do that. But now you've got two months. So that seems like a long way off. And instead of getting after it and getting with it, and let me tell you from my you know, education experience, uh, I'm pointing fingers at me. I, I lingered over those kinds of assignments. Instead of getting after it and getting it done and getting getting it done ahead of time or or doing a little bit along the way so you don't have everything to finish all at once at the very end, you linger over it. You put it off. You don't do your research. You think, oh yeah, well it's it's two months off. Well it's still it's still seven weeks off. Yeah, you know, it's it's that's six weeks away. I've got plenty of time to do that. And then it gets down to the last week and now you start to panic perhaps and you think, wow, I haven't got anything done. I've got to get after it now. You lingered. Why did you do that? You made it a whole lot more difficult for yourself by waiting until the very end and then trying to get it all done, all pushed together, all at once, 
and probably did not do as good a job as you could have and should have done. Why did you linger? We talked about Sod, uh, we talked about Lot and his family as they lived in the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. And the, the, the sinfulness, the wickedness of the people of that city was incredible, the text tells us. And so God sent angels down to kind of check it out. And Lot took them into his home so that they would be, I think his, his intention was, so that they would be safe. And during the evening when they were there with Lot and his family in Lot's home, the men of the city came and they wanted Lot to turn those men over to them so that they could sexually abuse them. The angels, by the power of God, struck the men blind outside of Lot's house and told Lot that God was going to destroy the city the next day. Now, Lot knew that. He was told to get his family together. He had a wife, he had two daughters, and two sons-in-law, or at least sons-in-law-to-be. Now, those sons-in-law, they thought Lot was being ridiculous. He was just joking. It wasn't serious. But Lot and his wife and daughters, now, they were, they were in the house. The next morning, it says, when the morning dawned, the angels urged Lot to hurry, saying, Arise, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be consumed in the punishment of the city. And while he lingered, who? Lot lingered. Lot believed in God. Lot tried to stay faithful to God. I think we're to understand he taught his family to be faithful to God. But here are angels from God telling Lot, you got to get out now. Today we're going to destroy the, the city because God has sent us to do so because the city is so wicked. And Lot lingered. So much so that the men took hold of his hand, his wife's hand, and the hands of his two daughters, and the Lord, being merciful to him, they brought him out and set him outside the city. So they literally took them outside the city because Lot was lingering over the city. The city that God said, I'm going to destroy because of its wickedness. And Lot knew the wickedness of the city. He lived there. We're looking at Genesis chapter 19 and verses 15 and 16. Why did Lot linger? Well, it seems to be very common for mankind, doesn't it? You and I, we struggle with this very tendency to put off what we know we need to be doing. Some would call it procrastination from a more technical perspective. One would think that Lot would, drop, would have dropped everything and focused on leaving, protecting his family, getting out, out of town himself. But instead, when the morning dawned, the angels urged Lot to hurry, saying, Arise, take your wife, your two daughters, who are here, lest you be consumed with the punishment of the city. Lot lingered. He lingered. And those angels had to take him by the hand and his wife by her hand and the daughters by their hands and literally lead them out of the city. Well, think about this. Who is this man that lingered? Who was he? What was his identity? What was his background? He was the nephew and formerly a close associate with his uncle, faithful Abraham. 
Abraham's nephew, and yet he lingered over that city that was so wicked, having been told by the angels from God, we're going to destroy it by God's instruction. When did he linger? The very morning that the city was to be destroyed. He was, Lot was slow when he should have been quick. He was lingering when he should have gotten out of town. Where did he linger? Within the walls of the city to be destroyed itself. Before whom did he linger? Well, the two angels who had been sent by God to set him outside the city. And with whom did he linger? His family. Why would he linger and put his family in that kind of jeopardy? In fact, Lot's wife ultimately looked backward after she had been told not to look back, and she turned into a pillar of salt. Lot's family remained when they should have fled. Lot should not have, been, should not have had to have been taken by his hand and led outside the city with the rest of his family. Lot should have taken the hands of his wife and daughters and led them out of the city. But Lot's daughters let Sodom linger in them after they left Sodom behind. And we see some sad actions on their part later on. Why did Lot linger? Well, perhaps like his wife, she seemed to not be able to just let it go completely. Or maybe she was just intrigued by, well, what is going to happen now? I want to see what's happening. But she was told to just get out and to not look back. Maybe Lot had a hard time breaking the emotional ties of what had been his hometown for a period of time and reconciling himself to the fact that this city deserves to be destroyed because of its ongoing wickedness. Interesting, interesting. Now, like Lot, though, a whole lot of sinners linger in a place of danger. They linger on the brink of self-destruction, eternal destruction. This world is on God's destruction list just like Sodom and Gomorrah were way back then. Peter said so in 2 Peter chapter 3. And verse 10, this world is going to be burned up, he said. Why would anybody linger over the ways of this world? We can look around and we don't have to imagine it and we don't have to look deeply. We don't have to dig beneath the surface. The wickedness of this world is prevalent everywhere we look virtually. Why would anybody linger? over this world, over the ways of this world, when God has said, I'm going to destroy it one day. And I think the understanding is supposed to be because of its wickedness. And we see that wickedness everywhere around us right now. Why would anybody linger and put themselves in jeopardy of ultimately 
being judged to eternal condemnation in hell when God destroys the wicked world all around us. Think about that. Ask yourself, are you lingering? Let's pray. Father, help us to be active in obedience and dedication to you. Help us to not linger, and especially to not linger when you have instructed us as to what to do, to repent of our sins and to come to you through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord and Savior, confessing our faith in him and surrendering to him in baptism so that you will forgive us of our sins because of the blood that he shed on the cross on our behalf. Help us to not linger and help us to help others to see their grave need to not linger, but to obey you, Father, so we can all be with you forever in heaven. Please help us. And please, Father, we pray at this time, forgive us. Our gracious and glorious Father, this is our prayer in Christ's name. Amen.